You know what fucking sucks about this time of year, Charlie? Um, well, you live in a place with snow now, so I can think of a lot more things than what happens in L.A., but um, I suspect you're going to enlighten me. No, actually, the snow is fine, or whatever excuse we have that you call snow. I, it's, snow's not really a problem. It's like black ice and sleet and people that don't know how to drive in snow. And I, I Your version of snow also comes and goes. It's not an oppressive blanket from like mid-November to April. Yeah. I digress. Yeah, no, I mean, my part is not so bad. I, I think I told you the story about how my boss uses the walls of snow to basically treat her car like a ping pong ball coming down a hill so that she doesn't just drive headfirst into traffic. That is the most terrifying sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> so she She's up in, like, a mountain area. And... Your boss should not be allowed to drive if that's what she's doing. <laughs> it's just to clear the hill out of her driveway. I... <laughs> if you have to run your car off the road to make it safely down a hill, no. Like, like she knows about the three wheel, the third, uh, the third gear trick, right? No, I don't know the third gear. Oh, trick, but it uh, might on be. steep hills where you're pretty sure you can't brake, you shift the gear in your car all the way up so it doesn't build up speed as quickly. Oh, I didn't know that one. That's yeah. actually a good one. I'll have to try that next time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we snow is not bad. You know what it is, Charlie? It's this archaic, stupid fucking idea that if we roll our clocks back, forward and back, somehow we have more time in a 24-hour day. Hey, what about the farmers? Somehow. No, no, it's not more time, it's more daylight. See, he, he, here's, here's the crazy thing. The sun doesn't give a fuck whether or not we shift our time. No, but farmers do. Farmers, you can get up an hour earlier. Stop affecting the rest of the world with your archaic system. Besides, oh. everything is mainly automated now, and yeah, sorry. Back then, maybe it makes sense. You know, back when entertainment was pushing uh, a hula hoop with a stick, but not these times now. But, but Alex, the farmers. I don't give a fuck. Set an alarm. You have cell phones. Set that shit. There's a free app. Hell, Android has the clock app. Set an alarm there. The iPhone has a clock app. Set one there. You can download an app called Sleep as Android, which forces you to do a math problem before you get out of bed every morning, like I do. So, Okay, is that why you're always fucking late to the podcast? Because you have some elaborate alarm? I don't have an elaborate alarm. It just makes me do math, so I have to actually do something because my body has subconsciously trained itself that sleep is better than anything else in its life, so that it will force an alarm to turn off and I won't even notice it consciously. Okay, because... sorry. I, I, I thought you were saying, like, the alarm keeps... I, sorry, my brain did not make the connection of the alarm keeps going until the math is done. I'm just picturing you being like, God, this math! Ah, I can't leave my bed. I've done that. What I've, is I've, 2 I've plus done... 2? I've, I've had some weird math problems come up on it. because It's not just like, oh, what's 2 plus 2? It's like 7 times 8 plus 9 plus some other stuff. Like, it's... It's, it's, it's a, not exactly advanced level but when you're first waking up multi-step first... if you will <laughs> yes it's multi-step math so if i don't have that my alarm or my alarm will get turned off subconsciously and i will sleep that has happened okay. it is very much a thing <laughs> so farmers get on that shit stop fucking it up for the rest of us anyway that's my rant on this uh daylight savings times bullshit i look forward to 
quote unquote gaining an extra hour, which I've lost for a good part of the year, which we don't really gain anything. We're just changing the fucking clocks. Stupids. You're just mad I made you wake up earlier to the podcast, aren't you? No, I fucking just hate daylight savings time. And maybe because the podcast is also really early. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's the spirit, lad. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast. As always, I'm Charlie, joined by Alex this week. No Henry for very legitimate reasons. I promise you they are super legit. We may talk about them next week. Uh, let's just kind of round it off by saying uh, corporations are scumbags and they will fuck your lives over if you're not careful. But on to the topics of podcasting. Welcome to episode 145. Oh god, I forgot the number. Uh, 45 of the Wicked Awesome Cast, a podcast. <laughs> about video games yeah so yeah we we uh we don't have henry here no henry this uh, week uh you know it, normally we, we have go ahead sorry it, it's weird because like this he's dealing with some personal stuff uh it'll be his choice to go into it next week if he wants if he's back uh but like it's it's weirdly video game related but also like affects a whole lot more and it's like man as someone who tries to keep this podcast like kind of like the man, life is shitty, and you can come here to be like have a couple laughs for an hour or two, just hang out, listen to people talk about video games, you know, some like light, fluffy, kind of superfluous stuff to a certain extent. Man, I want to talk about this some, but it's not my place to. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it's life of life. Normally, people will ask, "Hey, well, what happened to uh, Nomad Hard?" Yeah. I'm like, well, this week. We know had our no uh, okay, okay, so Alex won't be on the podcast next week because I've killed him <laughs> for that joke. He will be in a shallow grave somewhere in the Portland woods. A pet cemetery his ass, maybe. I don't know. This week, no had our Ugh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you. I haven't even drank my NOS energy drink God yet. God damn it. Fucking... Just you wait till I get some caffeine in me, dude. Ugh. Daylight Savings Time was developed just to punish you for this. Why we Probably. cling to it. It's people being like, can Alex be happy? No, send in Daylight Savings Time. And that's fine, because I have to transfer this hate elsewhere. If I can channel it into uh, bad puns and making you groan for today's podcast, it's kind of... No, it's not worth it. I still fucking hate Daylight Savings Time. I can't even lie through my teeth with that one. But it's a nice side bonus. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to tell you that occasionally Beer Jen will say something and we'll look at the other one and be like, that's a fucking Alex move and you know it. Shut up. <laughs> In the pun department. <laughs> we call it going full Alex. <laughs> I'm glad it's a thing. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. That makes my day. Tell Jen I said hi. I will. I <laughs> you guys are swell. I miss hanging out with you guys in real life, but I'm so far away. <laughs> yeah, Hipsterville. I know. But yes, uh, we, we are the Wicked Awesome cast, and we do video games and talk about cool stuff in the meantime that's real life. Uh, let's see. Should I... Do you want to do your week first? Should I? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. I'll do my week first. Um, All right. But let's get the big... Let's get the big one out of everyone's um, minds first. Yes, I am still playing Anthem. 
even though this <laughs> week was a fucking shitty week to be playing Anthem. I My hot streak of not being affected by a lot of the shit that seems to be affecting everyone else continues. I, I keep waiting for it to, like, turn on me. Like, I, I'm experiencing the most prevalent crashing, which is after you quit the game, the game crashes, which is the best place for a game to crash. So, eh. Really? It's a weird ongoing thing. Like, it, it gets stuck quitting the game. But it's, like, after you log out and are, like, after you've quit from the home menu screen and stuff, it's it's real dumb, but it seems mm. to be a really common problem. I, at the same time, the the people at Bioware up, um, unveiled some big fixes to the game. Some might say some of these things should have been in the game from the start. I will say that right now. I will be one of those people. Like, man, I did not realize how much that like fucking just launch an expedition from anywhere in fucking Fort Tarsus button was missing until I had it in every mode possible. I, But at the same time, I'm still having a lot of fun playing Anthem. Like, it's... There's something about that game I really enjoy, and I don't know why at this point. Like, I... It, it well, may... I mean, if... if hmm? I, I mean, if, you, if I can offer a theory here, um, I personally... I mean, you've always been a big Destiny fan. Yeah. Like, that's never been a shy thing. So... I think something that just kind of shines out for you is the looter shooter experience. Oh yeah, like, no, and like this is like ye this is D one loot shooter grind, unlike D two that's got like lots of weird time gated stuff and weird numbers of requirements. Like this is like pure Diablo three. You go out, you kill shit, you get stuff, rinse and repeat grinding, which. I'm not saying, like, Destiny 2's in a bad spot, it's in a great spot, but, like, mm -hmm. I, I definitely gravitate towards Graham's, uh, not Graham's, games, where you can just burn two hours not really engaging, but making progress. Like, I, 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 this is kind of, the, this is the idle clicker of, of um loot shooters in some ways, except you have to be engaged. I no, That's not fair. I, I genuinely enjoy playing Anthem. Like, I like the Javelins. The Javelins are a really cool game thing like the like i i find the loop fun like it's the like destiny has sparrows division two has walking around anthem has you fucking jump into the air and fly like goddamn iron man that's a cool gameplay loop of get in the air fly around drop down kill some shit bash some shit hold a control point gather some objects whatever rinse and repeat like it's it appeals to me in ways I didn't like. I enjoy it. I feel bad for enjoying it. Like I, I'm enjoying Anthem so much. I look at the for money cosmetics and go, yeah, maybe I'll buy some of those still. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm enjoying the game a lot. Like, I, and like I'm aware of every fucking goddamn flaw the game has right now. Like it's the there is no end game content. I'm kind of in the end game content and. Maybe when I hit level 30, my tone will change. I think I'm, like, level 27 right now. That's when the character progression stuff stops, and I will really be in the end game. Like, I'll... There are these extra hard modes called, like, Grandmaster I want to try out, because I get the impression that's where some of the cosmetic shit starts unlocking, and I kind of want to see that. But also, like, I'll spend a fucking hour in the, uh, forge customizing javelins like this is 
This is the most intricate and involved Iron Man painting simulator ever, and I kind of dig that about the game. Like I, I, I find the idea of customizing big mech power suits fun in ways it shouldn't be. Like, I, and don't get me wrong. Like this is a week of the game where the base one gun you start off the game with, due to a bizarre glitch, became the most fucking powerful gun in the game. And everyone, like, remade their default profiles because you automatically start off with that gun because the game just doesn't automatically equip you with whatever the best equipment you have is. So it's all types of dumb. But, like, everyone's doing high-level stuff with, like, basic level one gun because it fucking wrecks, apparently. Yep. They I guess there was that. something about the way it they fix it? It's been fixed, yeah. I, oh. th there was a major patch on Friday, two days before we recorded this podcast, and... I think the game runs a little bit better since then. It I, I think the loot situation's a little bit better. It was really good for like 12 hours. It's not as good, but I think it's better. I don't know. I So part of the problem is I'm still in the trajectory right now where I'm going up through the loot system. I'm not sure we ever talked about the weird loot system where I maybe I'm remembering my time with WoW wrong or something like that, but like I have very distinct memories that like for uh, starting at base level, like you got whites and greens and like around like level 15 20 you could start getting blues to drop and yes. like but they were super rare but the idea is you had to level up into it to get the good gear to drop if you will mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are and like so and the farther you progress like oh you get the purples eventually and then you get the masterworks and all that shit like it's the as your level goes up as your gear score goes up you get access to better stuff i the number of people complaining about how it's like, oh, I want, like, legendaries at low level. I'm like, I don't think any game does that. In fact, I'm pretty sure no game has ever done that. And it's like... Diablo 3 does. Okay. Yeah, Diablo 3 used to give you, like, lower level legendaries, but, like, they weren't... I mean, they were okay, and they'd last you a few levels, but sure. they were still eventually gate, basically gated by the fact that, like, the scaling made it so that that item wasn't that great. Okay, so like uh, Destiny does not do that. Warframe has a whole different um, loot table to it, if you will. I, I don't remember the loot in the Division being like that either, where I, I, you could get good roll, low-level stuff, but I remember that game being very much like, yeah, there's only one version of this, and it's a, like a high-level one or something. Mm -hmm. like, I, but I bet and maybe it's the fact the way this game kind of works is that, like, it's, there's, like, 12 guns in the game and you're getting increasingly rarer versions of it. Like, that pisses me off. I wish this game had more loot diversity. Like, I want genuinely bad guns, which is a weird thing to say because I want to look at it and go, oh, shit, this stuff again. I, I, I want my edge transit. I, I want the anthem equivalent of the edge transit, which is, oh, it's this bullshit again. Mm. Yay. I... I, I genuinely feel bad that I'm still enjoying Anthem. Like, it's the, every time I'm logging, I'm like, why am I still playing Anthem? My brain goes, because you have fun playing it. You're a masochist, but not really. Like, it's the, I, I, the moment a bunch of these technical issues start happening for other people, I am sure I'm going to be like, man, fuck this game. But, like, last night was the worst technical issue I've run into, and it was, ha I could, something happened in the rendering in the forge, so I had two, Javelin models kind of simultaneously spawning at once. So it was some weird, like, 
half-mapped monstrosity thing, and the way I fixed it was just reload into it kind of thing. Like, it was a pretty easy fix. I'm like, ha, that's a nightmare fuel moment. Like, I should have taken a picture of it. It's the biggest technical problem I've had, except for one or two hard crashes, but they've even been few and far between to the point where I'm pretty sure they were my computer or just, like, straight-up connectivity issues courtesy of my internet. I, I, I feel bad to be enjoying Anthem this much. I really do, mm. because, like, every... There are some legitimate problems with this game, and I keep fucking playing it, and I keep having a lot of fun playing it, and, like, I've reached a point where, like, I'm now reading reviews to see what of the stuff I agree with, where I'm like, I'm never defending the game actively, it's like, I'm not like, ah, I'm gonna butter the, you got it wrong, but, like, I have come around a corner where a bunch of people or like, ah, it's not Destiny. I'm like, I like it because it's not Destiny. Like, the, the combat's really fun because you're in a fucking mech suit. Yeah. You don't have to use the powers. You don't have to use the powers in Destiny either, but you do because it's fun. I Not not to be kind of a shill for this game more than I already am. Like, the, the, there is some kind of real fuck EA. It's not Mass Effect 5. We expected something completely different that you said we weren't going to get. And also, like, a lot of people just don't seem to get the game in the reviews for it. Like, and that's not a that, that's not a legit excuse for why the game has problems, why people have problems with the games. But like, a lot of reviewers, like, I read them, I'm like, okay, shut up, old man. <laughs> like, this this isn't a game made for you. I get it. This is a game made. Like, it, it interests me in the same way Warframe does, where the grind in that game is legit and kind of terrible. Like. The grind in that game is real. The grind in Anthem, also real. But unlike Warframe, I like the combat a little bit more. Someone to kind of play with it. Like, it's the... I'm playing Anthem because I want a game I don't have... I can watch TV during. Like, it's the... Me and my girl... Me and Jen watched a movie called fucking Patrick the Pug, which is a terrible rom-com that you should not watch unless you like watching <laughs> adorable pug shots. Then, fuck it, it's a movie you should totally check out. Like, I was playing Anthem through all that. I was like, playing Anthem... Doing grindy shit. Oh, a pug on a TV screen. Cool. Looking back at my laptop. Ah, the pug's causing trouble. Looking back at the laptop. Like, it's... Fuck, I've watched all of uh, The Office in the time Anthem's come out because it's great background set. That show's still terrible, by the way, but, like, it's not a game you're, like, it's... it's... Anthem is not a game that you're supposed to engage with on a higher level, at least not at this point in time. And that's not an excuse. Like, it should be better... But also, like, I'm having a stupid amount of fun playing it the way I'm playing it, which is kind of the way I played Destiny 1, which was, okay, I got my iPad set up, I'm going to watch some TV, or I'm going to listen to some podcasts or something, and I'm going to play this for, for six hours. What about the story? I'm past story. There is no story. I'm doing repeatable shit over and over. And is it fun? I don't know, but I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On other video game topics, I did duck back into um, Destiny to check out a Gambit Prime. That I like the new expansion for that a lot. the The season of the ga- uh, Drifter Gambler, whatever it is, I, it's a it's weird going back to that game after basically a four month hiatus. B, I really like Gambit. I'd forgotten how much I fucking love Gambit. That's. Mm-hmm the best thing in Destiny 2 as far as I'm concerned, and the fact they've made like a harder version of Gambit is cool. If you don't like Gambit, this will not be a good expansion. (laughs) (laughs) 
but I would also argue that, like, Gambit appeals to me in the same way that most missions in Anthem do. Like, maybe that's it. Like, minus the PvP aspects of it, I love wave-based kind of combat and loop shooter. I I love the feeling of, like, you dig in and you're just fucking mowing shit down. And that's what Anthem is. And that's what Gambit is. Like, it's... The, the, the two are kind of comparable. Like, it's... There's a sec... Like, do the objective, but mostly you're just shooting shit in the face. And someone's going, ah, here's some text or whatever, dialogue, context. I don't need context or dialogue. I just want to shoot shit in the face. Like, I play... Fuck, I play, like... It's probably about Doom. It was the, here's the story, but most of the dude in power armor kicking shit to death. Don't kill shit. Hmm. But for yeah, my... I was wondering... It, hmm? I was going to ask you if you had touched Destiny 2 since Anthem is... I... Out, it's but... so... I didn't touch Destiny 2 since before that, even. Like, it, you want to roll back to, like, uh, November? I think that's the last time I touched Destiny 2, probably the last time I mentioned on the podcast. Like, I got Max Frank and Gambit and said, fuck it, I'm out for a while. And then the season of The Forge came out, and I looked at it. I, no, that's not true. I ducked back in for a little bit, and I'm like, huh, this seems cool. I'll come back when it's done, because I don't have the time. Like, it's the... I don't know how I had the time in Destiny 1 to get into raiding in that game the way I did because I don't have that time anymore. I don't think my life has changed that much. And the only thing I can think of is I got really into Destiny 1 raiding when I was unemployed. And it's like, yeah, I had a lot of time to raid that I don't have anymore, and I know I raided after I got a job again, but, like, I, I don't have the time to get geared up to do the best things in Destiny, which are the raids and endgame content. Like, I, part of the cool thing with the new, with the new season, the season of the ga- uh, Drifter, or Gambit, uh, Joker, whatever the fuck it's called, I don't know, <laughs> is they have, like, boost your character to, like, endgame content bounties. Like, they're, they're very aware of the fact that, like, a lot of us fell off at Season of the Forge or sooner, like at the end of the first kind of season of um, Forsaken. Or, yeah, that's what it's called. I, and I, yeah, I, I I mostly got back into it, so we'll talk about this some later on, but like, I will talk about it now. Fuck it. Like, I, so uh, Sony launched the ability to do remote play on iPads this week and like iOS. And I think it's coming to Android shit soon. And I said, there's no fucking way that works. And I like a bunch of people on my Twitter were like, yo, I'm playing Destiny on iPad. And I'm like, there's no way that possibly works. Yeah, you can fucking do it. It works. I fired that shit up. It's kind of cool. Like, I I think uh, with all the talk of the constant of streaming and shit like that, if Sony finds a way that I can link my DualShock 4 to my iPad, that will get me back into playing Destiny 2 in a way I'm not right now. You should be able to, because technically the the PS4 controller is Bluetooth. It's not super well supported. Like, it's not a great connection. You should be able to, and it should be something they should be able to patch in, hypothetically. But it's not officially a thing you can do just yet. And the controls for remote play on the iPad are touch controls on the screen, which don't work super great for Destiny, but like I, it's I, I this is a weird one where it's like I don't want Destiny to come to the Switch but I, I want a portable version of Destiny like, it, 
I am stuck in a spot where either let me transfer my character from my PS4 to PC because that will also solve my problem. Like it's the I don't want to have to use my TV to play Destiny anymore. I want to be able to use that for TV while I'm playing a video game. And like, yes, I can remote play on my laptop, but at that point, I'd rather just be playing the PC version kind of thing. Like, but I, I'm weirdly attached to my console character and their progression because like, it's just farther, and I don't want to restart on and rebuy everything necessarily on PC at this point. Like, but no, fuck it. If I could transfer my character, I would rebuy all the shit on PC. I really would, I think, at this point. But, mm -hmm. like, it's the... If I started playing again, maybe you would start playing again. Like, all my friends that played Destiny on the PS4 are gone. They don't play it anymore kind of thing. And I get that. Like, I'm not in a clan anymore just because I let it lapse. And it's... Part of me wants to play that game. Part of me never clicked with Destiny 2. Like, it's something about the loot, something about, like... I don't like the Titan kind of auxiliary power, the barricade shield. I don't like it's. I started playing a hunter a bunch, and that's a lot more fun. But also, I there, there's something about Destiny Two I do not like as much as Destiny One. So much so that I've played Destiny One more recently than I had played Destiny Two up until this week. Like I check there's an article I think it was on Polygon or something talking about the weirdly vibrant Destiny One community. And I'm like, it can't be real. Holy really? shit, it is real. That's really interesting, There's actually. a lot of people like me, I guess, that, like, played Destiny 2 and something fell off and went back to Destiny 1. And it's, like, it, it's not a huge population, but it's enough. Huh. Like, all huh. the, like, I, I had no problems getting into Crucible stuff. I had no problem, like, anything that involved matchmaking. I could load into fine, like the weights were not obscene, but like so, going back to Destiny One and Destiny Two is also like this is gonna sound terrible. Anyone who's fucking bitching about how bad the um load times on console, I, the load times for Anthem aren't worse than Destiny. They're just less fun because you can't go into your menu. I get that, but man, that game has some fucking long ass load times on um console. Maybe the Anthem ones are way worse. I don't know. But, like, holy shit, do people want to nitpick that game occasionally. But I digress. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, I went back and played Destiny 1, like, three weeks ago, and I'm like, ha, huh, okay. Maybe not, whenever that article popped up, I'm like, no, this can't be a real thing. It was two weeks. I'm like, ah, oh, it is. People are still playing that. Like, it's weird, and I get it, though. Like, there's a weapon balance. There's, I think, Destiny. I could see lots of Destiny 2 plays better. There's something about Destiny 1 I like more. And it feels real weird saying that. Yeah. Hmm. But, yeah. It's, it's odd that, like, people still feel weird, weird about Part 2. Like, didn't they, like, make it as close as possible now to Part 1? Or is there still, like... Yeah! Like, if, like, you say people have a feeling. Like, for you, what is it that's missing? I could not tell you. And it's... I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about the feeling of power. Like, by the end of each kind of uh, year of Destiny 1, you felt powerful. Like, the, the gear you had, the stuff you had, you felt unbelievably powerful. I I think the kind of the subclasses kind of added to that feeling. Like, they, if something got lost in the time, like, and maybe it's the, and I, it's gonna sound weird, I think, like, it's the Destiny 2 they tried to set up to make Crucible more viable. Like, 
Crucible and Destiny 1 was always fucking broken. And to some people, that was a big problem. But to a lot of people, it was kind of like, fuck it, we're fine with this. Like, Iron Banner is fun because I want to be unkillable to something lower level than me. I want, like, if I've spent the time in this game getting stupid powerful, I want that to show. And I, I don't know. It's, like, for sake, it's the, the more I think about it, like, that's not, like, I should spend more time kind of ruminating on this because it is something I do want to spend more time thinking about because it is a thing I'm now like actively aware of since I went back and played Destiny 1. I, it's something about the motion of it, something about the weapons. like it's, And so much of the stuff I like from Destiny 1 is in Destiny 2. And it may be that like year one of Destiny 2 was kind of bad in hindsight. Like, all this, like all the reasons I played Destiny One, got kind of stripped out. Like I played so much fucking Crucible Year One of Destiny Two because the grind for PVE loot in Destiny Two was bad, and I didn't have time to raid. Like I, it comes down to I don't like most of the planets in Destiny Two. I think the planets in Destiny One were better. I think like even the Earth Zone, Russia was cooler than the EDZ we have in the new one. I I don't like Titan. I don't particularly like... Um... Yeah, no, I, I think it really does come down to I thought the zones in the first one were better. Like, Forsaken and the city are the first... Um... Yeah, like, the the, the, the Awoken city from Death. Like, they had to do a full year of me not liking a lot of the zones, and then the expansion fixes that, and like, by then, the loot was bad in year two, and they, maybe that's it. Like maybe it's, I bounced off year two, year one hard enough that I just never kind of connected back to it. Like if they do a D three, I'll come back probably, but not with the same fervor I left D one and D two for. Mm. And 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 part of the issue may be that like it's the D one is in a really good place. D two, it took them a fucking year to get there. Like, the shit they did with weapons I didn't like, it's, there's this kind of balance for PvP-centric focus that's always persisted in D2, that, like, if you're going to do that, there's a simple solution that no one will like, but it will shut the PvP people up, which is PvP-only weapons. Like, mm -hmm. lock the stats for weapons, maybe give them a couple variants, but, like, have PvP be essentially Halo, where it's like, here are your loadouts, here are the guns on the map, go nuts. And then have a yeah. side PvP where it's like, take your PvE guns, it'll be broken, but fun. Yeah, cool. no, it's there's a there's a obsession with balance in Destiny Two that I, I just don't think like works, and you can feel it. Like I, I think the game like feels a little bit slower at times, occasionally. Like it's the zones aren't as cool. They've lost kind of some of the mysticism the first game had. I like like. I think I was I think I was on Reddit talking about this a couple weeks back. Like it's the Anthem launched with all the grimoire stuff from Destiny 2 built into the game. And as someone who like once they downloaded the app for Destiny 1 thought the grimoire stuff was actually kind of cool cuz I could read about the game at my leisure and like you unlocked stuff you could then read about like on the toilet or on the bus or something. Like it was this, "Hey, you got 5 minutes to learn something about the game." They don't really have that for Destiny 2, and I kind of miss it. And I feel like the lore is less deep, and there's less to engage with, there's less weird going on. Like, I. Destiny 1 had a cool, like, yeah, shit be fucked vibe. 
that Destiny 2 doesn't quite have, and I, I don't know. Like, it's the... Destiny 1 has its flaws. The physics engine is bad. It does not look as good as Destiny 2, but, like, I'd kind of rather play that than Destiny 2 at this point, I think. Like, it's it's weird to say that for I don't know what reason. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, and I, I know you've mentioned this before, but it's kind of a hybrid of your idea a while ago. They should have just made a Destiny 1 expansion that became Destiny 2. Yeah, it's... I mean, it, it, they should have treated it almost like an MMO in a way where you just build on the original game. Yeah, I, it it really does feel like that. It's one of these things where I get, like, it's the, some things had to change from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2. I get that. But it's, it's one of these things where it's like, you have planets developed for Destiny 1. I don't know what the process to bring those to Destiny 2 would be, but you should really fucking do that. Like, it's the, even if there's nothing except the pre-existing content on them, that stuff needs to be in Destiny 2. Like, fuck, we're two years into that game and we have less raids, technically, than we had at this point in Destiny 1's lifespan. Mm. Like, we had three raids in year one. We had one raid in year one of, D of D2. Yeah, there's technically raid layers, but, like, I don't like fighting Cabal, and the Leviathan raid, I've gotten the impression, I still haven't done it all the way through yet, I've only done parts of it, like, I've seen videos and shit, like, none of the, like, it's the, it's not even as good as Crota's End, the worst raid from D1. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to make a correction, like, there was only two raids at this point, there's only two raids in year one of Destiny 2, of Destiny 1, sorry, but you had, um, Prison of Elders, which, was this repeatable wave mode thing that, like, had the fucking hardest boss at the end of year one in it. And you either loved it or you hated it. I fucking kind of thought it was cool, but it, it was it was different endgame content. I Trials of the Nine has been gone for almost a year at this point. That's the endgame PvP content. No one knows when it's coming back or if it's coming back. It was a big, but Trials of um, Osiris was a big deal in Destiny 1. I couldn't do it because I wasn't good enough for it, but, like, it was a really big deal for some people, and the fact it's not there kind of sucks. Like, I I know Sparrow Racing League was polarizing as shit for people, but I loved it and wanted to come back for Destiny 2. It shows no signs of coming back. Fuck, the, the um, factions are a useless thing in Destiny 2 that I thought added a lot to Destiny 1. They first year had faction rallies. They haven't been back since year 1. Like, they have not showed up again in D2 anytime in Forsaken. Some of this content feels like weird things to cut out, and like some stuff carried over, like the fact that the Iron Lords aren't the same thing they were at the end of D one is weird in D two. Like it's it's a sequel in name alone in some weird ways because it doesn't really address some of the shit that happens in D one, which is a problem for me. It turns out because mm -hmm. I was really invested in D one. There was a like there's a quest in that game that is a beautiful kind of like hey if you're getting done with d1 or getting excited for d2 this quest do it it's a great place to stop playing the game at like it's the your ghost kind of wraps up all the shit you've done you're building the exotic version of the gun you had from the start of the game essentially like you the first gun you got it's it's a really kind of cool heartfelt mission of your ghost being like hey i chose you because you're you kind of thing. Like, we've had some crazy adventures. Like, man, 
we've done some shit, haven't we? And it's an emotional moment in Destiny 1 that's kind of devoid of emotional moments, which is really cool. Yeah, I, it's it's weird. I don't have anything better to say on that topic, unfortunately, either. Like, it's I, I have been playing a third game. Um, I've been play, I've been plugging away at Metro Exodus when I thought I want story and kind of narrative. I go check that game out for a little bit. I, it's I'm still digging it. I still think I like Metro One the most out of the franchise. This one does some cool stuff. Um, it streamlines some of the Metro Metroness down in good ways. I am excited to see what Metro Four is ultimately. I think. Okay. Like this, cool. this there's a balance between Metro between Metro Exodus and the traditional Metro games. This one doesn't quite strike that. I kind of want to see, and this game definitely kind of seems to be setting that up for that. I've not beaten it yet, so I don't quite know. Like it's the, if you want to go full stalker in Metro, go for it. But this isn't quite full stalker yet, and it shows. But also, like it's not a bad game. I'm really enjoying it so far. It is good, but kind of last but not least, I did a slightly different thing this week. Um, I bought myself a mystery package. Um, uh, how do I explain a mystery package? Uh, mystery packages are a themed experience in a box, if you will. I bought one called the Century. <laughs> what? Just the idea of you buying some like mystery box like time to do it it's so it's you kind of know what you're getting that's the weird part like so a mystery package company they like they, they offer experiences i guess is the probably way they'd say it like it's not a plug either i thought their box was cool so we're gonna talk about it and it's kind of gaming related if you will uh they offer kind of the overview of what the thing you'll be receiving is it seems to break down into either a kind of mystery slash game style things or kind of a curio item exhibit thing. So the one I got is called the Century Beast, and it comes with kind of a Nordic Viking-inspired Cthulhu statue in the box. It comes like a, a wooden crate box. You need a crowbar to pop open and stuff. It's not huge, but it like got a nice heft to it. And it comes packed with stuff, and at least this one's kind of cool because in the box you have three storylines, and the impression I've gotten is that like the correct way of doing this is you get these experiences new when they've announced them, and they like you, they send you shit over the span of a couple weeks or a couple months. So it's like a drawn-out process that ends in a reveal, but you can also get older ones that kind of come as a one-for-all. And in the case of this, it's full of like three different story arcs of like the discovery of this weird totem, your friend stealing it as best I can tell, and then also like some weird Nordic lore surrounding it, and there's like weird shit like there's a flash drive that has like an audio file that's like it's totally Cthulhu on it, and it, there's weird pictures and fake news articles and stuff that go along with it. It's fun. I it's the I think I suffered from the fact that I sent it to myself. Like it's the if this showed up on your doorstep not knowing Alex, it would be cool. It'd be creepy. Like it was creepy going through it by myself knowing what it was. But like it's the you send this to a friend who's into this shit, and it's a weird like hey. You're in a mystery book now, FYI. I, like this thing is what kicks off every HP Lovecraft novel ever. Like it's the this is the intro to a horror video game of something mysterious shows up at your door and you're like, what is this weird Eldritch horror bullshit? Oh god, Eldritch horror bullshit. <laughs> it's cool. Like and the company has some other ones. I yeah, I 
I, so my, my box is kind of messed up, so they're sending me a second one because they're a good company like that, I guess. I, but yeah, I, we'll see if I like the second one as much as the first one. I had a lot of fun with it. Like, if you have a friend that's into weird shit that, like, it's got kind of an escape room vibe to it, except there's no, in my case, there was no puzzle. They have one called, like, the Weeping Book or something, the Weeping Diary, that is a puzzle or a mystery. Like, they, I guess they have a murder mystery one that's got kind of a paranormal CSI LA thing to it. I, it's, I had a lot of fun with it, and I'm probably like a jaded version of this thing. If you have something that's like big into like murder mystery parties or something, they would get a fucking blast out of this shit. And the Cthulhu totem is cool. Like it's the, the stuff in the box is genuinely well made. Like I got, I got a curio thing. It came with a cool ass statue. That statue is indeed cool ass. And it's fun. Like it's sitting on my shelf. I'm like yeah, this is fun. I had fun with it. It took me. I, I spent an hour getting through it. Like I, I kind of wish I had the experience of like the stuff showing up in multiple chunks, but also like it didn't for me. And I still had a lot of fun with it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Keep an eye on the mail, Alex. I'm sending you the murder mystery one that might just be a severed head in a bag. Oh, good. Yeah, and then I can, I can transport it to uh, the dump, which is something I'll talk about later today. Yeah, I, it's that's it for my week mostly. Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, let's see. I would say downloading Devil May Cry 5 and not playing it yet because I did get it for free because I bought a RX 580. So okay. My choices were uh, Devil May Cry 5, which I will probably try at some point this week, leading into next week's podcast. Uh, and I will be getting The Division 2, which is my looter shooter that I am looking forward to. Yeah, I got that so. incoming for me, too. Before we move Devil May Cry 5, I keep looking at that. I need you to tell me if it's good or bad, because if I get that, I have to go find a way to play through all the pre-existing ones to come to this one, because I haven't played them in a while, and I fucking love those games. Mm-hmm. And I think this might be the last one, just based on some I've, stuff I've read. From what I've heard so far about it, people are saying this is a really good game. Oh, no, it's really good. I Sorry, let me rephrase mild spoiler, I've gotten the impression this is the last one Dante shows up in. Oh. Like, it's the it's the end of the Dante arc, if you will. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've been hearing really good stuff about it, so um, even people saying that now that I mean, sure, Capcom had Street Fighter V, but now they apparently are starting to reach a Golden Age of Capcom game. Yeah, fucking um, it. someone from Capcom on Twitter was like, "Yo, Capcom's back," and it was from Cap- and it was from them. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Um, but yeah, so I'll definitely be checking that out this week, and then I will let you know how it goes. Um, but yeah, no, my week is more about the dystopian society that lives under our current society, a Mad Go Max wasteland, if you will. Okay. So you've heard of Goodwill, right? Yes, I've even been to one. I've even donated to one. Yeah, Goodwills are nice. I mean, you go there, you know, stuff is obviously, like, slashed in terms of pricing, but, you know, it goes towards a good cost and all that stuff. Well, so what the Goodwill you've gone to, tell, can you describe what it looks like on the inside? I mean, you know, they have, store like, store racks, I, various items kind of on like shelves. like a sad Costco. Yeah, right? So. Uh, Manny and I were couch shopping because we wanted to get some... Oh, no. <laughs> Never buy a couch from Goodwill if you can avoid it. 
these couches actually turned out to be pretty decent. Okay. And we did Lysol the shit out of them, so. Uh. Okay. So. We go, we, we end up going on our search, uh, and we end up looking up a place called the Costco Outlet Store. Wait, right? wait, wait. So, it was Costco. Oh, not Costco, sorry. Sorry, not Costco, sorry. You said Costco, and it was on my mind. Goodwill okay. Outlet Store. Okay. Sorry. Sorry for the confusion on that one. So, I'm like, oh, this sounds pretty cool. We'll check it out. So, we go, we pull up into the parking lot. And it's like, wow, this is a big building. This must be where like they just have tons of tons of stuff, I guess. Boy, was I right. So you walk in, and this is not like your normal Goodwill. You go there, and you buy things by the pound. So it could be shirts. It could be kitchen appliance stuff. It could be all sorts of things like that. But you buy things by the pound in weight. Literally, you just bring in a box of stuff you've gathered, you put it on a scale, and you weigh it. And they literally have rows and rows of what look like human troughs with items in there, and you have to scour through it. Nothing's organized by size or, you know, material or design, men's, women's. No, it's literally like, this whole row is just clothes. This whole row is literally just electronic shit. This whole row is other you know, items here and there. And you see people walking around with fucking crates, like like boxes in their arm, and they're just scouring through these troughs, if you will, looking for an item that they're going to want to buy. Mind you, again, you buy these by the pound. So, yeah. It's terrifying. So what did like, you buy I, by the pound? I didn't buy anything by the pound. Um, but they also happen to have various furniture pieces, which is not bad. And I went there, and Mandy and I were couch shopping because our old couch. Is, Wait, you is... couldn't buy a couch by the pound? No, they actually just sell it to you for pretty fucking cheap. Like we got a nice love seat and a decently sized couch for both of them for forty bucks. So wasn't bad, but yeah, and it's just like. It's just this weird, eerie feeling of, like, going in there, and it's just, like, if, if we ever, like, if the power went out everywhere, and we were forced to kind of just survive on our own, I feel like this is what, like, scavenging starting looks like. Like, we're just kind of going through these piles and piles of things that you want to find an item for. Like, it's just really weird. Like, ah, it, Mandy and I both had a really weird fucking vibe from this whole thing. But anyway, we ended up finding our diamonds in the rough. We got two couches. Tell me more uh, of this vibe, sorry. You can't you can't say weird and then not be like expand upon it. Okay, so like if I was dipping my toe into Mad Max, this is what that's like. Like and then I okay, so do you remember Mad Max? You've seen Mad Max Fury Road, right? Yes, I've seen all of the Mad Maxes. I played the Mad Max video game. I've contemplated going to Wasteland Weekend, which is the Mad Max version of Burning Man in California. I'm familiar with Mad Max. So, funny little tidbit about that. Apparently, my boss, one of my bosses, goes to that. We have uh, talked about this. Yes. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So, okay. So, do you remember that scene in the beginning where he walks out on top of his, like, rock formation building, and he opens the valves, and water starts to fall? The Martin Joe water scene. Yeah, sure. Yes. So imagine that, 
but with co- like with, with goodwill employees bringing out fresh boxes of stuff they dump into a trough and then people run over to see what they have please tell me someone there has like the self-awareness enough to be dressed as a warlord or something and be like i bring ah. you vcrs no the worst i mean it, they just wear goodwill vests but yeah, like it's literally that scene where they just dump a bunch of stuff out, like the water, and people just come from their other troughs and start scavenging through there to see if they can find anything they like. Mm-hmm. Because there's no, it's all first come, first serve. Yeah. There is no reservations. There's no layaway. Well, eh, maybe layaway. I don't know. But yeah, it's just, it's so weird. I think we talked about this on the podcast a while back, but me and Jen went to something called the War Store, where it's a in preparation for Wasteland Weekend, one of the military's surplus bulk outlets that will sell you, like, a pallet of military jackets dumps a bunch of their stuff in a pile in their parking lot, and mm-hmm. it's, like, a doll- like they have a dollar pile and a five dollar pile, and it's first come, first serve. Everything from one pile to the other is one dollar or five dollars kind of thing, and it's just, like, it's this giant, like, 12 sto- like twelve foot, 20 foot tall pile that, like, after 10 minutes, it's like a puddle on the ground kicked over. You're like, damn, the fuck? Yeah, it's like that, man. And it's just so, like, uh, it's creepy, because I'm like, man, it, it, if if we started to slowly become that dystopian society, this is it. This yeah. is the preview of that. And so I figured this would be a great place to buy a sofa from, so uh, we did. I know, I'm buying gas masks and calling myself <laughs> Goodwill and becoming the lord of that place. I you am Goodwill. Be. You should. It'll be it, 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 it'll be fun to watch. And you have to do the theatrics. Some, one of the guys in the back has to wheel you out in a cart. Of course. And so, yeah. But yeah, it was anyway. So we ended up buying a couch. And we're like, okay, we'll come back tomorrow and pick it up. Because luckily they'll hold it for you for a day. You know, in case you don't have a vehicle loaded up in. Yeah. So uh, I rented a U-Haul to go dump our old one and pick up our new one. Um, so we drove to one of our dump sites and it's boy is that also interesting because remember i i grew up in la so i don't have like i call the the, the the garbage company and they pick shit up they just say put it on the curb the night before for our listeners reference um alex has been to mexico which can be pretty fucking rural this is the most u.s rural place alex has ever been yeah and I've seen, I mean, Mexico rural is fucking rural as it gets sometimes. Like, I have I have family there where, like... But you've never lived a place you have to haul your garbage to a dump, is what I'm getting at. No. Yeah, no. Mind you that my, my I mean, other references, like, some of the parts where my family live in Mexico, the hot water gets turned off at six. Yeah, no, we, we don't have hot water to the next day. Yes, we, we've <laughs> talked about that. That, that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, there's an in-between where it's like, there's way rural, and then there's, like, U.S. rural, where it's like, nah, we just don't do garbage pickup. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, so I ended up pulling my, uh, my old sofa over there, and uh, so we pull up. It, it's, they're surprisingly organized. I would say it's, like, organized chaos in this one. So You get there, they weigh your vehicle when you come in, and then you go to the dump location. They have you pull up to a pit area, it's it's a man-made pit with like cement walls and everything like that. So you pull up close to that and you literally they literally just say, "Yeah, no, just uh throw it dump in. your stuff right there." They they don't even say throw it in the pit. So I don't even get the satisfaction of throwing it in the pit. 
Which, mind you, there are like these uh, these two giant trucks that are literally hauling shit away inside the pit or pushing stuff around. Uh, I forget what they're called. All of a sudden, what's the what's that giant truck that has that giant scoop thing in the front that moves dirt around and stuff? A front loader, maybe I don't know, but yeah. So, um, and there's just like two of those pushing shit around in the pit. Yeah, and no, they look. My experience with this is in part, uh, large parts of New Hampshire, you have to do a similar thing, and they just have like a place you dump your shit in. There's a guy in like a, in that case, tobacco, just crunching garbage and shoving it against a wall, essentially. Yeah. So he says, yeah, just throw your stuff down right over there, um, and that's it. And when you get out, the floor is just covered in grime, and it's just, I'm a spoiled fucking city kid. You yeah. Understand this. Yeah. So and I openly own that. I I will not hide away from that. I'm not some guy who claims to be tough. And no, I'm a spoiled fucking city boy, and I openly admit it. No shame in my fucking city boy game, as they say. And they, I mean me. Um, so it was just kind of weird, like dumping shit out of there. And it was funny. I was talking to the guys who were waiting in line for us to get processed to go out. And I was like, this this is the first time we've ever been here. He's like, oh yeah, no, things used to be a lot more cowboy around here. We used to have just a giant pile, and people would be like, just dump shit there. And people would just throw shit there. That sounds more familiar. <laughs> and it was just funny, because he was just like, oh, yeah, no. It was, it was the old Wild West oh, back okay. in the day. So, um, <laughs> there was a country song called Alice's Restaurant that I think you should listen to now to get some context. It's a 15-minute long song, but basically it's... There, there's an aspect to it I think you will appreciate now based on that description. Yeah, yeah. He was a uh, he was a funny guy, and then after that, like we uh, we left and cleaned up the car a little bit and all that, and brought the the van back, and that was it. But yeah, yeah it was God. That was a weird fucking experience. If I don't have to, if if I never go back to that Goodwill, the better. But God, that was fucking weird. So anyway, well, yeah, um. That's pretty much was my week. That was yesterday, too. So. <laughs> Other than that, everything was fun. We got a little more snow, and then it stopped, and it's been a giant cock tease of snow this entire fucking time. Oh, no. Here's the problem, Alex. Mm-hmm. You've been to the dump. You yeah. will go again. Uh, nope. How it goes. If, if I can avoid it, nope. Oh, no. You, you'll, you can run from it. You can try and hide from it. Eventually, it will find you. You will have to get rid of something that, like, it's like, nah, we don't do curbside pickup here. You have to go to the dump again. Are you trying to hit me with that Thanos speak and be like, run from it, hide from it. The dump comes all the same. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> Reality is often disappointing. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to try to uh, try to avoid it as much as I can. You say that now, but... I will just fine. <laughs> Got any heavy electronics or paint you're trying to get rid of? Nope. Not yet, you don't. Nope. Soon you will. Oh, you don't even know the fun part yet. What? If you buy a house like you were talking about a little while back, you will probably wind up with a dumpster at some point. And then you have to talk to dumpster people. I don't mind the people. No, no, it's no. It's the weird dystopian society that. 
is there. I don't mind the people. I've never had an issue with the people. Oh no, hell, I commend those fucking oh, dumpster people for people doing are something. The best I don't think people, I can do. but they are something else. <laughs> they have made their livings in the dumpster trade. In the dumpster trade, the renting and delivering and hauling away of dumpsters. Like hmm. you will have something in your life that you're like. I don't want to have to pay someone to haul this way. I'll just get it there myself, and you will wind up there. I have done that multiple times. Well, good to know. Yeah, I'm going to brace myself now and try to blend in with the society, if you will. Best of but, luck with that. Thank you. Oh, I do have one last thing. Oh? Uh, I've been playing a little bit more Final Fantasy XIV and getting more into it. I think I'm going to stick with it for a while. I've actually been having fun with it, and it will maybe even be a viable replacement for a while. Yeah, you're getting into it has made me curious about getting into it myself. I, It's weird. I know I bought a copy of it, but I can't get it to work, and I'm too lazy to go to the customer service did for you, it. Did you buy it on Steam? I put it off Humble Bundle. Oh, you may have to actually go directly to the Final Fantasy website and not do it through Steam. Or if it's a Steam key, because, okay, so they have a weird, well, we'll talk about it offline, but they have a weird situation where technically it's the same game, but they have two versions of the installations. There's the standard installer you can get directly from, yeah, by, I've, or from no, I've been through all of this. It's like some kind of a key, like verification key thing. Their site is bad, by the way. Yeah, no, their website, the mock station's fucking off. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, if you got one through Steam, you have to always go through Steam no matter what. I wish so. I'd bought it through Steam. Yeah, it's actually not bad through Steam. Um, what else? Yeah, so I've been playing a little bit more of that, and I've been having fun with it. So, been playing Summoner. So, but other than that, I mean, it's uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much been my week. Oh, little weird tidbit. Did you know in Final Fantasy XIV, if you talk about damage meters, you will get banned because you're not allowed to talk about it? Huh? Okay, so you know how I, I raid. So obviously I watch meters and, and you know you work on rotations and stuff like that. Like that's just how it works, right? Yes. Do you ever get that far? You, yeah. So in there, there's no mods in Final Fantasy XIV. And I found out that if you even talk about damage meters, or people not doing enough damage in dungeons and raids because of what they do, you can get banned for not being, like, friendly. That's amazing, because if I ever want to play like shit one day, no one can say shit. Yeah, I'm anyway. kind of okay with that. The uh, the damage counter stuff was always an important part of WoW, especially in the early days, but man, it turned people into assholes. Yeah, it really did. The community, the community in Final Fantasy XIV is surprisingly welcoming. I don't think I've had a bad experience ever since I've logged on to that fucking game. So it, it says a lot that their their community is phenomenal. So if anybody are on the fence about trying it, there that expansion, the new expansion coming up soon, and uh, yeah, there it's it's a pretty friendly community game. I have to say, maybe it's worth checking so. out. I it's I'm not going through to my MMO periods. Maybe I'll get to it this summer when I seem to get into that type of shit. Yeah, Nothing's I know you have your out. MMO. Sp- spurts right now but yeah i just need a, a i just need a looter game in my life and so destiny 2 maybe will fill that void for well, a while. Know, anthem's a looter destiny, game i'm not getting anthem fuck that i don't want to crash my fucking computer got loot they they nope. put more loot fucking, in that game fucking hard pass <laughs> smart so 
But yeah, um, I think that's pretty much it for bio week. That means it's time for news. You want to dive into us? I think it is time for news. No one to compete with this week, Alex. Very good. That's right. Yeah. All right, we're going to start off our news this week with some anthem news because fuck it, why not? And this is so <laughs> I, I mentioned that like Anthem was having a bad week and this is so bad it needed to be separate in the news. Um, Sony is offering full refunds for Anthem because it was crashing slash shutting down people's PS4s. Uh, there was rumor it was bricking stuff. I think the bricking stuff was debunked. You have to go through a full like power cycle though on it. Like it, it's it's a problem apparently, and it's a pretty so what, common one. So what what I heard when it came to that was that um, you had to put your machine in safe mode yeah. to get it working again. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a full brick though. That's what I was getting at. Sorry. Yeah, but, I mean, there wasn't a downplay. It's a problem. Like no, no. You had to like put some work in to get it working again, but. Like, you had to rebuild that directory a couple times with some frequency. But, yeah. Been a while, slash, ever since I heard of a console game crashing a console in the modern era. Yeah. Like, I I, I was actually listening to... I was, I was watching a YouTube video where a guy was talking about how, like, this is the only game that causes this issue. And he just is like, I'm not playing this again. Like That's not true. I had, um... Ghost Recon Wildlands do that to my console a couple times. Yeah, but I mean, like, currently in his yeah, library. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's a big fucking deal, because yeah. it's not just a refund like, whatever, but it's a refund on a game that's a digital download yep. from Sony, and they're like, yeah, no, this is a fucking nah. issue. Yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and, uh, yeah. Yep. Yup. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Unhappier news though. Apex Legend has hit over fifty million players. Oh wow. Yep, they're doing well apparently. Fortnite dead nice. confirmed. No, it's not. <laughs> no, Fortnite's still fucking chugging along doing its thing. Yeah. But I'm just glad. I am just glad that there's another game like this uh in this uh realm of battle royale that's really fucking fun i really enjoy um <clears throat> i really 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 fucking enjoy yeah it's uh, of the three major battle royale contenders out there apex is my favorite i some leaks just happened that maybe imply the battlefield 5 battle royale is soon to be upon us so it'll be four major contenders now but i don't know who's the other one uh battlefield 5 oh okay Remember that game launched without its Battle Royale mode that it was coming sometime soon, and that sometime soon apparently is March, maybe? Yeah, no, that game is fucking dead. They should have released it when it came out. Sorry. I <laughs> don't screw the second part of that statement. I, I, so maybe this is the amount of anthem I've been playing that's made me think this way. I, there are commu- like it's the, just because a game's not the big game or like the big public spotlight game, does not mean games are doing badly. Like Destiny 2's been chugging along despite like, it not being the big deal for them. Fuck, Destiny 1 still, like, Destiny 2 still gets, like, weird updates on various blogs and stuff like that because it gets clicks. It's not the big thing, but, like, it's not everything's Call of Duty or kind of Apex. Shit does fine kind of in the shadows occasionally. Like, hell, when was the last time anyone had, like, any major news happened for WoW 
that anyone but WoW players cared about, except for that like legacy mode thing. Yeah, it's just classic. That's pretty yeah, much it. Everything that's what I'm getting at. Pretty... Like, it's the, the last time that game was like culturally relevant was probably like Wrath of the Lich King to a certain extent, and it's been doing just fine in the background up until recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get the impression the battlefield crowd is the battlefield crowd. They kind of play that game and that game only. So. But I don't know. I, I, I'm not a Battlefield player. It's devoted enough that there's a fucking animation series I love following about it, so there's obviously some type of market for it. Mm-hmm. Don't know, but that's not our news topic for this week. Um, Follow-up from last week, the CEO of THQ Nordic got out there and was like, yeah, someone fucked up with an 8chan AMA. <laughs> you think? I, I know they did. I... Allegedly, it's been a week of learning and discovery and growth at THQ Nordic. Um, kind of feels like bullshit, but I, we kind of touched on this some last week, but never really got into it, and I only know this anecdotally, but I've gotten the impression that above a certain tier, even in kind of small publishing organizations, the realities like of what an 8chan is probably aren't well known. Like, yeah, you could Google them, but I suspect, like, Whoever, like, at the top signed off on an 8chan AMA probably didn't fucking know or care with an, a- with an 8chan, which is a problem, but, like, it, it does lead some credence to the idea of someone, like, snuck that shit in there. Your, your PR people should have stopped it still, but... The, okay, so the fact that somebody suggested 8chan yeah. as a site leads me to believe whoever suggested it fucking knows Oh, yeah, no, that person, needs to be, uh, that person needs to be run out of town. So. I was more getting at the idea that it's not a company-wide conspiracy. Like it, it really could be the HR department there is just full of lousy, terrible people. Yeah, <laughs> but HR PR. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Well, it's damage control. It's to be yeah. expected. So. We have a sincere apology from a CEO. All that I can think of is the South Park episode of "We're sorry, we're what? sorry." Please buy Darksiders 4 when it comes out. We're sorry. Uh, moving on from that, in a weird twist, Gog has Diablo now? And yeah, there are more true. Blizzard games coming soon? If I go to the Blizzard launcher, can I install a version of Diablo, that, like Diablo 1 that works on my current computer? Not Diablo 1. You can do Diablo... Three? I don't think you can do two. So this is kind of a big fucking deal, right? That, like, someone else is now doing what Blizzard should be doing with their classic library for them. And it's not on the Blizzard store. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's about right. Also, I think somebody at Blizzard ultimately signed off on that, which leads me... Which makes me really curious. Yeah. Oh, no, they they definitely hint Diablo 2 is coming to this soon. It would not surprise me. Yeah, it's it's very much a more to come. But yeah, it's apparently like you can play classic, classic Diablo or a for modern audiences Diablo, still that, but like installs and runs a little bit better, I guess, which is nuts. Like it, it got mm-hmm. the GOG treatment. Yeah. Is the GOG so. treatment the best? No, but could I play Pod Racer on my laptop? Yes. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's. I, I'm curious what their move is with this one, to be honest. Like, I'm 
I don't know what where Blizzard's going with this one. I mean, do they? I mean, they still own the rights to the Diablo One game, right? Like, I, it's not like it's an expired copyright, and now anybody can do it. Someone had to. Okay, yeah, it, right? it's still there. It's like it, it's the game too. It's not a new Diablo. It's it's Diablo One as you remember it. Mm. So let me paint a spiritual image, I guess, that maybe you'll think is crazy, maybe you won't. What if Activision is gearing up to buy CD Projekt Red? God, I hope not. Because GOG is kind of out there. It was like, it was the first major competitor to Steam that never really kind of took off. They just had that creative lead from uh, CD Projekt Red join Blizzard as like part of the Diablo team, I guess. This seems weird. Activision really needs a win in the developer department. Bungie just left. Cyberpunk 2077 is on the horizon. We have no clue what the next thing from CD Projekt Red might be. It, like They had some weird legal, not legal stuff, but like they've had a couple weird lawsuits happen in the last couple years. Is it possible the guys that started CD Projekt, or whoever started CD Projekt Red is kind of looking to maybe sell that company at this point, and this is Activision and CD Projekt Red kind of testing the waters. No, don't fucking do it, CD Projekt Red. Do not do it. Look what happened to Blizzard when fucking Activision took over. You want that on your fucking ledger? No, don't do it. If anybody here is somehow knows someone over at CD Projekt Red, forward this part to them and tell them don't fucking do it. <laughs> No, no, there's not to substantiate this idea I just came up with kind of thing, but like it, this kind of feels like that might be something there where it's like, oh, we're going to partner with Activision now, or Activision will part will publish the next CD Projekt Red game. twenty-seven uh, Cyberpunk 2078 from Activision, instead of Warner Brothers. Still fucking no. <laughs> uh, I hope they don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've made that clear enough, but if I haven't, don't fucking do it. Anyway, yeah, I mentioned this already. Uh, PS4, Sony has brought PS4 Remote Play to the iOS, meaning you can play via Remote Play your PlayStation 4 on your phone or your um, iPad. It works. No word on yet if they bring controller support. I super hope they do because it seems really fucking promising. I, I, I never checked out the Remote Play prior to this, and I kind of wish I had because it works on the Vita, mm. I guess apparently. And it's kind of cool. Having my PS4 pop up on my iPad is really cool, and it feels like some future-ass shit. And with all the streaming <laughs> stuff they're talking about right now, this kind of feels like a future moment where it's like, okay, if you can find a way to like still make me buy a console that I can use at home, but then give me access to it fucking anywhere, I would be interested in that. Like, fucking bring remote play for the PS4 to the Switch. Do it. Mm-hmm. That'd be something I'm really interested in. I uh, it it works really well. Like I mentioned at the top of this episode, uh, it's it's some cool tech, and it feels wrong in that like oh so good way where you're like, yeah, I'm playing a Sony, I'm playing on my PS4 on an iPad. <laughs> 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 Controls for it aren't great. Touch screeny stuff. Like I said a pre prior, controller support would be great at. It seems like such a no-brainer move. Like it's the, it is the bizarrest one of. I think you could sell PS4s because of this functionality now. 
I mean, you definitely could. I think that that is a really interesting. I took idea my to iPad to work, something I've never done in the time I've worked at this company, so I could remote play on my PS4 just to test it out of dumb curiosity. And yeah, you can do it. You have to be at home to do it, or can you do it from like you have to be on network another location? It seems to be another location work. Oh, so you can play off off site from your house, so to speak. Yeah. That's actually really fucking cool. At least that's the impression I've gotten. I took it to work and totally forgot, and it should work. Like, I walked around my house and shit like that. Test it out and let me know, yeah, because if I, that's the case, I may, I, may ta- I may get an iPad from somewhere, or, yeah, and then just start playing God of War from work on my lunch. That would be a really bad way to play God of War, but also, yeah, <laughs> you're getting at it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all the places I tested it seemed to work okay, but I've not taken it to many extremes yet. Like, I'm looking forward to a dark future of, like, someone at Starbucks remote playing their fucking PS4 from home, because that would be dumb. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing now. I it, it, it feels like a real cool future moment. But speaking of the future, you see that new Labo kit yet, Alex? Is it a, was it a VR Labo kit? It is a or VR what? Labo kit. If you've not clicked the link for this yet, Alex, I recommend you do that so we can get your reactions to what you're lovely looking at. Because it is some choices were made. Nope. Hey, Alex. Nope. Alex. Nope. They made a new Virtual Boy. Nope. Got Trump nope. this time, though. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. That's all I got to say about that. Yep. Nope. Uh, for, for those who can't uh, see Alex's face like I can't right now, uh, the new Nintendo Labo stuff is interesting, but also seems to be kind of some weird nightmare fuel, ranging from what appears to be putting a gun on the back of a wooden, of a, not wooden, a cardboard enclosure for your Switch, I'm assuming some type of shooting game with the base of the missile next to it, to making a swan of some kind, to a camera, to what really fucking <laughs> looks like an elephant. <laughs> It, you're you're bird watching. I guess That's what that is. Is that what that is? There's a yeah. camera one too. There's a camera one. Uh, there's literally just the box one. Yeah. And then the one where you turn into a fucking tank. Yeah. And you're shooting missiles out of your head. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard fucking pass. Yeah. Sorry. Oh no, and I think my favorite part is there's one that is like Virtual Boy inspired. Because the controls are right fucking next to the screen on the box. <laughs> now, like I said, this is a Labo kit, meaning there is no hardware or software update for your Switch, which, as we all know, does not run at a silky smooth frame rate of high levels, or is HD in the traditional sense, like most VR headsets are. So... This comes out April 12th. We'll see how it goes over. This feels like a bad idea. Again, the hard no for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me so happy. Like, it's... The Labo stuff by itself was dumb. This seems so much dumber. I don't even know what to say about it. Like, I'm sure it's okay, I guess. Yeah. But, like... No, I don't think I don't... it is. Like, that's the thing. Like it's the the Switch's frame rate and screen resolution aren't VR ready. They are worse than your phone. That's true. So just like CD Project Red Activision, nope. 
Don't do it. Don't get it. Yeah. Uh, it's come out this week that the um, Division 2 Epic Store exclusivity is even more exclusive than we previously thought, meaning like there won't even be third-party key seller sites like that that are offering this thing, which makes sense because I'm not sure you can buy an Epic Store third-party key yet. Wait, Division 2 is only on Epic? Yeah. Because I, I have it on the Ubisoft you, thing. Yeah, sorry. It's, it's not available on Steam. It's only available on Epic. Ubisoft, I guess, is technically where it's through, ultimately. Remember, you have to, remember, okay. you, remember if you buy through Steam, you still have to go through um, Uplay? That's right, yeah, because yeah. I have Uplay set up, so maybe that's what it is. I'm sure you can also buy it through Uplay, but I bought it through Epic Store. It's not a, it, oh, That's the official PC retail outlet for it, I guess. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. I guess like previously for Ubisoft games, you could get like Ubisoft Uplay codes or keys off like Green Man gaming sites and stuff like that. Not the case with Division Two, apparently. Huh. It's a true exclusive. Well, I mean, kudos to them. I guess I, I don't know. I fucking that you... love that. For years, the PC crowd's like, "Oh, exclusivity will never come to our console, except that exclusively on PC." And now it has. And it's, the, it's like pseudo exclusive. Oh no, but, but like yeah. it's the people that are like, "Fuck everything on the e- on the Epic Store. I'm not playing this because meh, not on Steam." Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like it, it's if you thought the console wars are dumb, the PC game store wars are even dumber. Mm. Ride or die for that you play store. I've never heard anybody fucking say ride or die. Time to get that origin tattoo, brah. Oh, no. I will kill a man for steam. My running gag for this podcast is, nope, don't do it. Yep. Don't, don't do it. (laughs) You get yourself a fucking origin PC tattoo or origin, whatever they call it. What is it? EA origin, whatever the fuck it's called. If you get yourself a tattoo for that, you're either shilling for that company or dumb. Or both. EA don't give a fuck about you. Or both. Yeah, no, it's... I remember back to, like, people were getting, like, the fucking Sony or the, the PlayStation or the um, Xbox logo on their arm. Like, people getting fucking Monster Energy drink tattoos. Like, it kind of feels like that, where it's like, nah, I won't do this because it's slightly less convenient. It's a fucking mm-hmm. PC game still. No! <laughs> it's not the right type of caustic battery acid energy drink. I only drink stuff that comes with a green M on it. Yeah, I drink stuff from a that says NOS on it, because that's for cars. Fucking right, bro. Yeah. Cool. Cool off for life, bitches. <laughs> they don't make that stuff anymore. That makes me sad. It's not in the US. <laughs> Moving on from that to some more Epic Games news. Um, it's not a big story because it's kind of weird, but I. Remember back when you said there were no loot boxes in Fortnite, Alex? Uh, I thought they were, but they were the camel things or whatever. There so. are loot boxes in Fortnite that you can buy with money in the Save the World mode. You know, the original version of Fortnite. <laughs> That's not the free-to-play Battle Royale thing. So someone has tried to prop up a lawsuit against Fortnite, against Epic via Fortnite, via the you know, save the world modes loot boxes that are normal ass loot boxes that can be bought for money that have the same kind of bullshit going on. 
And the argument for it is that prior to the um, loot tables for them being published, someone bought a shit ton of them trying to get a specific item. And had they known, as the loot tables ultimately revealed that how unlikely it was to get that item, they would not have spent all that money. It was some guy's kid. Uh, it This one seems real flimsy, but I could imagine it goes somewhere, though, too. And it's going after Fortnite, which is automatically newsworthy, apparently. But, yeah, this just feels like a weird one. Hmm. I mostly just picture this dad being like, I'm going to shut down Fortnite with my lawsuit, and then my kid has to fucking go outside. <laughs> Joke's on you, he'll find another way. Yeah. Get that remote play. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Alright, so Alex, we have one kind of problematic news article left and two just fun news articles left. Um, how do you want to do this? You want to, li- you want to kind of give us a chance to recover maybe in the fun category with some fun stuff at the end and do the next depressing one? No, let's just go right into depression and then maybe yeah. end on a higher note. Alright, that's, that's what I was getting at. So... We've talked about this in the past. I think I've been the cynical one that's been kind of pushing this narrative some. But I, a while back, Steam got out there and said, yeah, we're going to be real cool with what goes on Steam. Everything can be on here. Fuck it, Wild West. You fuckers asked for it. Bring the porn games in. Who cares? I personally have been waiting for someone to kind of go back to that. Um, God, what was that school shooter game or that mass murder game that was made that they were like, got in trouble for having, and they pulled and brought back and pulled, but it wasn't a good game, so it didn't matter. I think it's literally a school shooter game, just call it school shooter. Probably. I'm thinking of a different one that was... uh, There there have been multiple games that met this category, I think, actually, sadly. But so, someone tried to put a game called Rape Simulator on Steam. And Steam said, fuck no! Well, wasn't it already? It was on Steam though for a while, yeah, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah. And. Yeah. No, I heard. I heard about this. This is. Um... Sorry, Rape Day. My bad. Not Rape Simulator. Rape, yeah. Got to get yeah, these terrible, day. horrible idea names correct. It's like, man, I remember when there was Goat Simulator and what was it? They they went fucking extreme. Yeah. What happened, Simulator Company? <laughs> yep. Uh, this game takes place during a zombie apocalypse, and it is exactly what the name implies. It is bad, 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 bad from a moral standpoint. I will not play this game, because fuck that. I, I don't even consider trying to look for no, it, because, God, that sounds fucking weird. Like, it's Okay, say what you will about GTA Five. Yes, you're, it, it, you do your, like, you know, your, what do you call it? missions, you shoot people, this and that, but that's not, I mean, the, the You're the giving crazy, this like, game as more defense than it deserves by not even defending it, dude. Like, let's just leave it as, like, no one should have made this game. Fuck the people that made it. Life is shitty enough that you had to go about and doing this. What this is newsworthy about is that it, kind of like this whole laissez-faire thing Valve had going on with Steam, is bullshit. They're not gonna let stuff like this fly, which is good but also we now have someone flat out calling their bluff of like yo we're making a game for incels and neckbeards oh we can't put it on censorship no it's not censorship we're not gonna go into this one again like it's this game does not deserve 
any more limelight. What's worth talking about, though, is that, yeah, Valve, you can't have it both ways. Like, it's the, I know it seems cool to be cool with shit, but, like, no one wants you to be cool with shit, actually. And the people that do don't deserve to have an opinion. Yeah, the thing is, there's supposed to be some sort of kind of regulation. Yeah. Like, oh, no, they I, said I'm there okay wasn't. That. Like, like, that's th- the thing. Th- there, and, like, and, and part of the issue is that, like, it's the, this game technically doesn't break any of the rules that Steam set forward that break the laissez-faire stuff. Like, it's the, it, Valve propped up kind of a weird wishy-washy no that's like, ah, it's illegal trolling, whatever, nah, nah. Should this game exist? Fuck no. Does it meet the criteria for illegal? No. Is it trolling? And eh, not necessarily. You're a bad person, but it's not a not trolling technically. Like it's yeah, it's a game that shouldn't exist. It shouldn't be on your platform. But not saying you shouldn't pull it. But like maybe bring back the curation a little bit because this laissez-faire thing is only going to get worse. Yeah. No, it's yeah. absolutely gonna get. Uh, yeah, no, God, uh, yeah, it's fucking the streak continues. Streak. Yeah, I look forward to hearing about the future announcement. Oh, hey, Catholic Priest Simulator, that'll be fun. Probably uh, avoid exists. avoid prosecution by currying up favor with the archdiocese. That probably already exists, dude. Uh, that being said, I was raised Catholic, so I could make that joke. And if you're upset that I made that joke, sorry, but I don't defend an organization that is okay with shielding child sexual assault perpetrators. Yeah. So, yeah, no, sorry, bro. Let's pull a hard 180 on this one and talk about Mortal Kombat, shall we? Uh, yeah. Let's let's do that. Dude, have you seen that new story trailer? Um, yeah, it's fucking out there. Yeah, I... <laughs> Fuck you, Nether Realms. I care way too much about the lore, apparently, of Mortal Fucking Combat. I was upset there were two Johnny Cages, but nah, you justified it. It's fucking time travel. I love that there are two Johnny Cages. I... That is fucking great. Because those two guys are genuinely assholes, but like, see them have to out asshole each other. I never realized how much I wanted Johnny Cage versus Johnny Cage the canonical asshole off. Like, you can have him fight himself, whatever, but no, young Johnny Cage, like, fucking douchebag, yoga pant-wearing, sunglass-toting action star Johnny Cage with the words cage across his bare chest versus, like, grizzled, I had a kid, my marriage didn't work out, save the world a couple times, Johnny Cage, in a cutscene, talking is amazing. Like, holy <laughs> shit, am I stoked for that new Mortal Kombat game. I was going to give it a pass, but no, I'm getting it for the story now. And I hate that I can say that. Oh, uh, yeah. Netherrealm, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm I'm actually not going to hit you with the nope, don't do it. I'm going to hit you do with it. the... Yeah, do it. Yeah. Fu- I love this. Do it. Do it, Netherrealms. Like, fucking... If, if this is what you want to do, do it. And it means we could probably get the entire cast of all the Mortal Kombat characters that have ever existed because of this time travel bullshit. Yeah! yeah. They, they keep announcing some strong returns, too. Like, Cassie Cage is back, which is great because that was one of the best new characters they put out in the last game. Fucking Aaron Black is back with, like, 
bigger guns and weird like gun skill fatalities like that, that coin flip thing is cool yeah no aaron black is one of my favorite new characters that that franchise has like I, you know i don't think i i have a character that i kind of dislike from even from the new ones like i really like the bee chick she was great I can't yeah remember her she's name back else, but... too uh Devorah. yeah i saw her. she looks even more fucking yeah. sick and twisted yeah devora uh yeah, Cabal. I mean, Cabal is back, yep. and he looks kind of cool. Uh, he was a favorite from back in the day. Kano officially back, even though we knew it was back. But like old K- man Kano. Kano not gonna. Yeah, when is Kano not gonna fucking be there? Let's be honest here. I don't know, but still, it's Kano. Kano's one of those characters that all. Kano is like. Hmm. Kano is like adding Kirby to fucking Smash Brothers. He's always gonna be there. I'm now picturing Kano, like, sucking people up and stealing their powers. It's really weird to think about that. <laughs> a giant pink Kirby with a giant no, Kano red eye No, unhinging his jaw and, like, he's more like swallowing some dude whole. But it's like... That's some... That's some Melina shit right yeah. there, No, you're right. Yeah, it's Melina's thing. Melina is the Kirby of Mortal Kombat. You are correct. All right. Now that I have that idea in my head. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> But yeah, like I, it looks good. Have you seen the reveals for Cassie stuff too? Yeah, like, she, she looks great. She's got like that Johnny Cage green glow now on guns, which is a really cool concept. Yeah, so it it's looks good. By the way, you, you, I'm sure you also watched the Johnny Cage reveal. Yeah, I, no, it, the the blitz that happened this week. I'm like, okay, maybe it's time to step. No, it's time to go all in on this shit. Fucking Shao Kahn is woven into the story of another fucking Mortal Kombat game. But, like, Shao Kahn is a playable character in this game. Yeah, young tyrant Shao Kahn. Like, with the crazy-ass hair. Or helmet thing. Yeah, I... Uh, uh, And then... Okay, Johnny Cage's fatality in in the reveal was The punch, yeah, the the uppercut that won't work. Yeah. And then, like that, he has an action figure of himself for his like win. Yeah, no, cinematic. It's it's so good. I, I love dad version of Johnny Cage as much as I love douchebag version of Johnny Cage. Like, fuck, I, I think my favorite part is they have Cassie Cage ripping off um, Johnny Cage's like most messed up fatality from the last MK, which is when he like ripped someone in half into the here's Johnny thing. They now have her do the move and it's just like the heart sign through the hole in the person's chest. Yeah. Did you well, she see- also does that thing where she kicks the dude in the nuts so hard, yeah. it kicks his head and spine off yeah. his body. Like, yeah. Ugh. Like, just when they thought they wouldn't get so creative with their fatalities, they fucking do, man. And I love the fact that like they have the insanely over-the-top gore ones, but then they have the Johnny Cage punching the dude's face one off. That's just funny. It's like, yeah, that's what Johnny Cage is now. He's a joke. Yeah. Oh, by the way, little little last tidbit. But when they did the reveal, you know how did you notice that now he has a stunt double who yeah. he, he like he can use the grab like. <laughs> so you missed that in the last three. game. So they took um, Noob Cybot's fighting style and gave it to Johnny Cage and just called it stunt double. So he had like Noob Cybot throw a guy at a guy moves, but it was just another Johnny Cage. Yeah, it's it's. I want uh, Noob Cybot back in the game. I miss. Noob. He'll be there. Give it time. I need smoke. I need smoke back too. Smoke was my ninja. Cyber smoke or like OG smoke? Either one is good. I'll always have a fondness for cyber smoke just because the evolution of cyber smoke got dumber and dumber to the point where it's like, 
okay, it's a floating mask in a cloud of cybernetic smoke. Mm-hmm. That's dumb. <laughs> dumb fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, Mortal Kombat 11 is shaping up to be real nice, and I think they're actually pushing towards keeping their PC players happy, so I'm okay with buying it, because I had a really dirty taste in my mouth yeah. after what they did to Mortal Kombat 10. But they supported Injustice 2 on PC yeah. all the way through, I think, so. I, I think the fighting game community is learning a valuable lesson that, like, yo, the PC is viable now. Like, it's the... I, I, I will watch videos of Street Fighter if it's that crazy modded version now. Yeah. little off-topic real quick, but did you see that there... Okay, so you saw the mod with Mr. X where it, it plays Mr. X Gonna Give It To You yep. in Resident Evil? So somebody did another one, and they replaced Mr. X with Thomas the Tank Engine? Yeah, we talked about this, like, last week, I think, or the week before. Did I know we talked about Mr. X, the X Gonna Give It To You. I, didn't, I don't know if we, we talked, talked about, about the Tank we Engine. We definitely talked about that, I think, or it was... Before. I have talked with you and um, Henry about this, I think. I'm not sure if it's okay. on the podcast or not. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, I love the PC modding community because you have dumb shit like that and then adding Shaggy into the DBFZ for yeah. PC. Good times. <laughs> so yeah. I think... Uh, uh, we got one last but not least. Certainly not least. Uh-huh. Alex. Oh, I How do you know feel that is. live action Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> gotta go fast into the dumpster <sighs> so for those who managed to miss it and I don't think there's many of you out there that listen to this podcast that will have missed this uh, we officially have the final look of that new Sonic from that live action movie they're making and it's not as bad as it could have been but it is not great no it's fucking awful this look is fucking awful. It's bad. Yeah, I. So it's weird. So it's it's definitely not Sonic. But I think the best comment I heard on this was like, if this was just a new like DreamWorks character or something, it'd be fine. But it's not Sonic. Like that's what they fucked up. Now you know, you know what this looks like. This Sonic is the Lacroix. Of video game characters brought to real life. It's just somebody heard what Sonic sounded like and they kind of recreated it from a previous conversation and said, Yeah, no, this is about right. Kind of like how LaCroix decides this is what orange tastes like because they heard from someone what orange tastes like, having, never having tried orange themselves. This is what somebody thought Sonic looked like after a conversation. They've never once Googled him, they just heard he's this is what he is and this is what we got. And God, is it awful. Yeah, it's in the most positive way possible. It's not a knock. Like, this is fursuit Sonic with a large budget in my brain, which I think is actually kind of fun. Like, it's not a bad... Again, like, it's the... It's not a bad design. It's If you were to say, make a blue hedgehog character, this would be fine. It's a shit version of Sonic, though. That's absolutely true. Yeah. What you were getting at, this this is misunderstood Sonic. Yes. But, I mean, also... You gotta, I mean, granted, the looks is bad, but you remember, personality is what sells it. He's gotta be irreverent and sarcastic, heroic and adventurous, and he's confident and competitive. Oh, and for the kids, he's chill and likable. Mischievous, but not malicious. Oh, 
this this has corporate speak written all oh, yeah, over no. this shit. Oh yeah, no. So uh, most curious what Alex was just quoting from a design doc of some kind got out there from the movie that leaked and got to the internet, and yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, I I, I wish I had to wish I had to continue link for it. There's a great image someone did where they fixed this thing ever so slightly where it's like just change the eyes so they're correct and it's fine. But no, it's got like those big like no, they're human eyes. You can empathize with it. Yeah. No, you want to do real life video game characters done right? Honestly, fucking the Pikachu movie, Detective Pikachu looks fucking good. So anyway, like they look good in that. I just realized something. What? So we've only been looking at this image in a vacuum. This isn't a live-action movie. It is, isn't it? Picture, yes. Picture this next to a human fucking being. Yep. 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 I had not thought of that till just now. That is an uncomfortable thought. Again. Yep. Alex, say your catchphrase. Yep. Yep. It. Nope, don't do you it. You still have time to replace this character style. Don't fucking do it. Yeah. Nope. Don't do it. Yeah. <sighs> that does it for news this week. Yeah. That's uh, terrible. Oh, mm. uh, that. Yeah. It's so bad, I don't even have feelings about it. That's how bad it is. I think you're okay. <laughs> It's all good. Yes. Uh, well, we do have some emails this week. Uh, if you wanted to contact us, though, Alex, how would you go about doing that? So if you wanted to contact us, it'd be very simple. You go ahead and pull up the email client or email window of your choice. And in the two column, you would simply fill out wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's that email again? Wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. So as it sounds, down in the show notes, etc. etc. We have uh, a couple spam emails this week I want to go through. Um uh I'm using your last name because fuck you at this point. Uh Lori Price, stop sending us V-Buck offers. <laughs> yep. In today's theme, I'd just like to add, nope, don't do it. Stop sending us V-Buck shit. Nope. Yep. Don't do it. At the same time, um, Bartha, you sent an email of personal nature to this email now three times that is not aimed at us. I do not know who you are trying to send it to because the email is wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. That seems like a weird one to fuck up. But who is this now? It's some lady who I can only assume is a little bit older, just based on some of the like. She, she's sending us email about her granddaughter. Oh, yep, that's definitely I, a mistake. I, I responded back with, "I think you have a wrong email." Then she sent the exact same email to the exact same email address. And I tried. I said, "Hey, um, I, I, I don't know your grandkids," and she's in a third one asking if I knew her grandkids. Which I responded, "Listen to the podcast, and we'll address this there." <laughs> so well i guess we'll address it here now we don't know your fucking grandkids maybe we do maybe they're listeners i don't know but your emails are not reaching them martha although if you'd like to be on the podcast we'd love to have you 
No. Based on these emails, I'm not sure Martha has the gaming knowledge required to be on this podcast. What do I know? Fuck it. Are you kidding me? She might be one of these crazy Battle Royale Tetris pros. Maybe. Actually, no, Martha, if you are one of these crazy Battle Royale Tetris pros, hit me up. I want to, yeah, that, I want to talk to you at least about that. (laughs) Yep. Stone Cold Granny 99. But yes, our, our, uh, an actual intentionally to us email, it's not spam, comes in from Kyle. Dear Wicked Awesome Cast, as you mentioned on the last few podcasts, it's been a somewhat rough week in the world of gaming. And while I haven't been a fan of the exact topics covered, I have enjoyed the ongoing coverage. Just to clarify, I dislike that you are, I just like these topics enough that you are talking about them. Well, I'm not sure, uh, while I'm sure much of the last week will make an appearance on this year's Krampus cast. I need immediate payoff. So Wicked Awesome cast, if there indeed is a gamer hell when people die, what are their tortures and what do they receive? Superman 64 is the only game available on the N64 when you go into there, uh, into this place. I was going to say, actually, that you have to play Getting Over It on a trackpad. Ooh. I've tried that. It sucks. <laughs> I still go with Superman 64. Yeah, no, that, that's a good call, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you always have to be the person playing on the Mad Cats controller while everyone else has real controllers. And not like the good Mad Cats that they had. The transparent the plastic ones. The shitty old-school Mad Cats. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Hmm, what else would there be? Um, hmm... Your controller is always in a constant state of low battery and will randomly disconnect as you're playing. Yeah, your game. that's a good one. And there's only one of the two required replacement batteries. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah. You always have to play co op with a kid who's that shitty kid from the neighborhood, oh. and he always has perpetual Cheeto fingers yeah. on your controllers. Yeah. No, no, that, I'm going to modify that one actually. You are perpetually finding Cheeto fingers on your controller from that shitty kid. He's not even there. You can't beat Nathan up for having shitty Cheeto fingers. You have to deal with the aftermath. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. Um, It is always dinner time, and you have to shut that console off. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're right in the middle of a boss fight at all times. I don't know. Like You have to play Final Fantasy VII without a memory card. Here's another good one. All your games are online only, and your connection is fucking 1.5 megabit DSL. Like that one. Even the single player is online only. Oh, wait, that's just modern gaming. Oh. (laughs) Was that one too too real? real. I think that one was too real. Too real. Yeah. Um... I got a bunch of good ones. I read this the first time, and I've forgotten all of them. I should jotted them down. Um, I don't know. There's, I mean, there's a couple different options you can go with. I, I think we've listed off a few good ones so far. Yeah. Um, you have to play the video game adaptation of the new Sonic movie. <laughs> That's coming. With you know the... it. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. With that design. That's real good. That's real good. <laughs> Playing the video game based off the movie, based off a video game. Yep. Oh, I wish they still did movie tie-ons the way they used to, because that could be great. Imagine if it was, like, the best modern Sonic game as a result, though, too. 
that would be kind of trippy. I'll give you that. Um, you have to play a Dragon Ball C fighting game that was created, developed, and narrated by David Cage. That just sounds like a fun, weird thing to get through. I was gonna say like you have to play like <laughs> Dragon DBZ Budokai Two Fraternity. Budokai Two is not bad. It's not good. No, but it's not bad. There, there are worse options. But yeah, I think we've, I think we've got a few already that we're pretty good with. Yeah, no, those work. That's it for emails. Still lots of spam I wanted to address. Uh, on one <laughs> hand, I'm really enjoying all the spam we're getting. On the other hand, fucking stop it. Yeah, if you don't, we'll figure out ways to get you back. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> that does it for this week. Yeah, I think we're good. Who? Uh, anything you want to talk before we get the hell out of here? Uh, no, other than, well, yeah, actually, I think I'm going to finally, finally jump back into doing a little bit of streaming, and uh, I'll figure out the days, but I w- do definitely want to stream some of this uh, Final Fantasy fourteen and The Division 2 now that it's coming out this week, finally. I will play The Division 2 with you, because I also have that on pre-order. Nice. You have it on PC or console? PC. I got it on PC. Okay, perfect. You are my gaming friend at this point that will play those games with me, so I'm forced to bend to your PC-centric <laughs> ways. Excellent. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, you keep an up- I'll have updates out there. You can find me on Mave Online across all the social medias. Um, and I'm guessing if Charlie will stream it, he'll stream on uh, the Wicked Awesome, or not Wicked Awesome, but Maybe. Studios. I don't know. We'll something fucking like that. Figure- I'll be playing it at least, and I'll be like, man, why am I not in a mech suit? Yeah. <laughs> right. Why can't I fly over Why can't I guys? fly? Where is my shoulder mortar? Yeah, exactly. You can just throw grenades in the meantime. Though. That's not the same. I know. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for my end. Like I said, just all the social media is made online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I post random shit about me being a SoCal native that's experiencing snow. But other than that, I, I, I post things that are nice every once in a while. Yeah. You want to close this out this week? Yeah, I'll close it out. Ready, guys? <clears throat> Cue the match.